Hey Chris, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing very well. How are you? Doing good. Can you hear me well? I can hear you. Can you hear me all right? You sound great. Awesome. I'm going to move my mic just a little closer to me just in case, but uh, otherwise I think we are good to go. Thanks so much for having me on. Well, thank you for doing this. Of course. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, do the intro now. Uh, welcome to This Podcast is Rigged with JW Riggs. I have a great guest today. Uh, now, Chris, I'm sorry, I don't want to butcher your uh, last name. Do you mind saying your last name? Absolutely. My name is Chris Palmieri. Palmieri, thank you. So Chris Palmieri is my guest today. Uh, he has an amazing talent of working with puppets, and I just, I've always loved working with puppets. Is That's something, like, one of my, well, I'm starting to work with puppets. I'm trying to get better at it. So, uh, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. It's exciting to hear that you're starting with puppets. You know, we all got to start somewhere. I started with uh, a puppet that I just bought, and then I started making puppets, and it took me a couple of years before those puppets were actually any good. Um, and so it's exciting to hear that you're starting off in the world of puppetry. Yes. Um, but I just, with puppets, I've always loved it because even before, well, I, already t I always heard this story from when I was younger of... Um, my dad was helping this little, well, was, my family was helping another family who, uh, didn't, um, didn't talk that much. She had a lot of health issues. The only person she would talk to was my dad when he had a puppet on his hand. So, oh, wow. And I've, I've heard that story ever since I was younger. So one of my things is, well, I want to be a preacher or youth minister, but I also want to help kids who might have health issues or don't talk that much through like puppets and stuff. So. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, um, it, it's no question that puppets have a certain uh, almost inexplicable magic to them in terms of getting people to open up and emote. And yeah, often they can be used uh, in those contexts to help people who have a harder time expressing themselves or vocalizing. And there's also, I mean, those um, those goals of yours are very compatible because obviously that's the job of a, of a religious leader is to provide that kind of guidance and compassion and work with their community. But also puppetry, there's a rich history of puppetry used in ministry and uh, religious traditions across the world and throughout time. Um, so that's, they are very good uh, bedfellows. Yes. Uh -huh. So how did you get started in puppets? Um, that's a great question. So I started performing and uh, doing pretty much any kind of performing that I could when I was in eighth grade. I started playing the accordion. I started writing stand-up comedy and trying to perform at like local coffee houses and talent shows. I started doing the plays in my high school. I started doing the uh, community theater and I started making YouTube was uh, pretty new. It came out when I was in high school So I started making YouTube videos pretty much right away and uh, All of that led me to want to pursue a career as an actor and a comedian And so I went to an acting conservatory AMDA here in New York City uh, Which stands for the American Musical and Dramatic Academy for those who aren't familiar and I went to their program where I studied acting and It was incredibly wonderful and so after that, I started auditioning. I was on my second full-term, my full-time contract as an actor when I went to the Jim Henson exhibit at the Museum of the Moving Image in Astoria, Queens. 
And back then it was temporary, but now there is a permanent installation of a similar exhibit there. And it's very much worth checking out if you're ever in the New York area, uh, whenever things open back up again. And I was just so inspired because, you know, I've always loved, I have always loved puppetry. I grew up watching a lot of puppetry. Uh, I grew up watching the Muppets, Fraggle Rock, Bear in the Big Blue House, Eureka's Castle. Um, and of course I, I always loved animation and stop motion and I did stop motion in high school. And so seeing how puppets worked, specifically seeing how Big Bird worked, knowing that that was a puppet, this full body costume puppet. And uh, that really fascinated me and it kind of reinvigorated my love for Jim Henson's work, which I then in turn started watching and reading everything. And then I was like, maybe, maybe I want to do this. And so as I said, I bought a puppet from a wonderful company called Silly Puppets, which in terms of um, puppets that are sold at a retail price point that are mass produced, they're very good for beginners. And um, I started playing with it. And then before long, I felt like I had started to get a bit of a, a bit of ability with it. I started feeling like this was kind of natural for me. And, it, and I started to want to build my own because as I said, I'd been making video content since I was like 16 years old. So I wanted, I knew that uh, the intellectual property should be mine. I didn't want to have to go through some other company. So I started making my own characters and it was like a calling. It was like everything about performing that I loved. I got to do different voices. I got to play different kinds of characters. I got to work with physicality. And then the building was a really nice counterpoint to the performing because performing is a very extroverted and very vulnerable thing to do, which I love. But it's nice to have the other side of the coin where I can sit and tinker and sew and build at my desk and kind of solve problems that way and then still make something come to life. And so I just started doing it on my own and I faked my way into my first job, uh, which was at Field Station Dinosaurs, uh, where I operated this 100 pound full body mechanical T-Rex puppet. And I'm about to start my ninth season with that company. And I uh, have been the lead puppeteer there for the last six out of those nine years. That's that's really cool. Puppets are just awesome. So uh, let's now one. I actually found you on TikTok, which that's really cool that you can do family friendly content on something. Um, yeah, so on TikTok, which. I found a lot of like family friendly, maybe like animation or puppets or stuff like that. And I absolutely love that because I've tried animation, <laughs> like stop motion, and that takes a lot of work. But puppets, I just, I've even thought about starting um, with my puppets on TikTok. But yeah. You're uh, absolutely sure. I've thought about it, but uh, I might actually do that. So. Uh, but, uh, so what's your favorite character to work with on like your TikTok videos and stuff? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Well, first I'll just say that I absolutely encourage you to get on TikTok and start making puppet content. And um, there is a lovely audience for it. There's a great community. And um, I think that's what's so wonderful about not just this art form, but creativity in general is that there is a place where you can get an audience. You can get on TikTok, you can get on YouTube, you can get on Instagram, and you can start if you make puppets, if you make animation, if you draw, if you are a comedian, if you do voiceover, if you write sketches, if you just want to put your opinions out there. And you can do that and you can get better by doing that and you can connect to other people. And I think that's a beautiful thing and I encourage everybody to do it. Um, 
in terms of my favorite character, I get that question a lot, and I, I wish I had a, a more interesting answer, but I really don't have a favorite. I really love all of my characters. Um, they're all just different parts of me, and if I put one of them on and I, and I kind of click into who that is and how they are, I can just go. I can just improvise, and I can really enjoy it. I think um, there are probably like five or six or seven that really... I use more than others, and, and maybe you could say there's a bit of favoritism there. Like, obviously, you know, Lucky Duck, Lloyd, the one-eyed monster, Isaac, the other one-eyed monster, Alien, uh, Blusif, um, Buddy, the little glove puppet, Piggy the Pig. Those are some of the ones I use a little more frequently, and so I definitely have a little bit more affection for them, but I like them all in different ways. Great. Now, uh, but uh, Ducky is probably my favorite out of all of those. <laughs> so yeah, everyone loves Lucky Duck. He's a very, um, very special character to me. He, I sort of, I built him with a very specific purpose in mind of being my main character for my children's shows, uh, which I do. Um, I do online children's shows as well as uh, before uh, COVID, I did and will do again when possible in-person shows for libraries, birthdays, schools, daycares, and special events like that for kids and families. And I built him to kind of be the main character, my little co-host, my, my co-pilot on all of this. And uh, he's really come a long way because I had built him in October and I started using him in my shows, but I don't think I really knew as much about who he was until I was in my house with my curtain and my ring light and my phone producing hours and hours of video content for families in the form of my live shows each week on Facebook, uh, which I just wrapped up at 20 episodes in the form of the TikToks and in the form of doing over a hundred um, uh, Zoom birthday and celebration puppet shows for families and libraries. And so him and I, I've really come to know him very well and feel very grounded in that character. And that's a really lovely thing. Um, but uh, no, puppets is definitely uh, a gift. So, Thank you. Um, um, so you mentioned a while ago that you grew up watching like Fraggle Rock, all the Jim Henson stuff. Do you have a favorite character from like the Muppets or Sesame Street? That's a good question. Um, I really like a lot of the big characters. So Big Bird, Snuffy, Sweetums, Thog. Those are some of my favorites just because I have a passion for performing full body characters, which you may not um, know as much from watching TikTok because I haven't put as many on there. I don't. I only have one that I own and then uh, I've posted like videos from ones I've performed in shows as well. But uh, that was kind of how I started in puppetry was a little mix of like hand and rod puppets and then full body puppets. And so I've gotten to do a lot of both and I love them a lot. And then, uh, yeah, so those are some of my favorite characters from those properties. Um, but no, Snuffy and I guess I would say Elmo are probably my two favorites. And of course, Kermit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you gotta love Kermit. I was just watching um, Muppets Now on Disney Plus last night and some really funny stuff there. And I'm so happy to see the Muppets doing new stuff now. Oh no, that's, that, that's awesome. I mean, the Muppets were always a huge part of my childhood and they still are a part of my life. So, yeah. Absolutely. Um... Now, uh, I saw a TikTok a couple weeks ago that you worked on um, a stage show for Dinosaur Train. How was that? 
it was really lovely. That was my second national tour, my first one as a puppeteer. And it was really great. John Tartaglia was the director. He was the original Princeton and Rod in the show Avenue Q, uh, as well as, I mean, he's done a million things. He produces Johnny and the Sprites. He uh, produced Ocean's, Ocean, uh, what is it called? Oh, Imagine Ocean, which was a black light puppet show about fish and undersea creatures, which toured the country. And I think now it is an animated show and uh or something about it as an animated show and um he was one of the best directors i ever worked with incredibly kind and talented human being and then we were working with puppets that were built by the jim henson creature shop on a jim henson property and we toured north america and everywhere between the east coast and texas and it was a wonderful six months of my life and i really enjoyed it and i love everyone i worked with and i've worked with most of them many times since and i've kept in contact with basically all of them and uh, that was just a really wonderful thing to do about about two or three years into my career as a puppeteer, I got that gig and, and that was really meaningful to me. Um, I will say that it also helped clarify for me some of the things that I prioritize in my life and my work is obviously a huge priority, but for various reasons, I have actually not really pursued any long-term traveling gigs since then and it's been like seven years. And the primary reason is that as much as I love the show and the people I worked with, touring is a very specific way of living. And when you tour for six months and you are living out of a suitcase and you're seeing mostly the inside of hotel rooms and the insides of theaters, and you're far away from everyone that you care about with the exception of the wonderful people you're working with, it's just, um, it's something that I, I kind of thought to myself, I think I want to see if I can continue to make a full-time living and stay in the city for the most part. And I'll travel for, I traveled, you know, I've gone all over the place for a weekend, for a week, for two weeks, maybe a month, but it did show me that long-term traveling gigs were maybe not something I wanted to do a lot of um, when all was said and done as much as I did enjoy it. So that was sort of a clarifying moment for me. Um, no, that's, that's really cool. That's a, that's a nice story. Um, now, What's like your, what's like your dream project to work on or like your dream like puppet to make or something like that? Oh, that's a good question. You know, it's hard to say because I've been so fortunate to work on amazing things. I've been really fortunate to work with properties that mean a lot to people such as uh, Dinosaur Train Live. And I also got to help build puppets for the most recent Mystery Science Theater 3000 live stage show. Uh, and that was, you know, those all feel like dreams come true, getting to work with these amazing properties that mean so much to so many people. Um, you know, it's an interesting thing because I, I so encourage everyone to follow their dreams, but I also encourage everyone to remember what it is to be a working artist. Uh, most working actors, working artists, working puppeteers are not famous. They make a living if they're lucky. They keep the lights on, they have a house, they have a family, they have you know a life that they're able to support with art that they love and that's something that i think is very important is everyone should go for it because i think that that's what you should do it's certainly what i did but you know i don't i would love to work on even bigger projects than the ones i've worked on and i've been lucky to work on a few bigger things but my goal is always i want to make work i'm proud of i want to make enough money to sustain myself and i want to work with people who inspire me to be better and so I've gotten to do that. That is my dream. And I want to keep doing that. And I think that to keep doing that, I will get to work on other uh, notable projects and big properties and get more opportunities um, to both perform and create. 
and I don't know exactly what those look like. So it's hard to put like a, you know, a specific answer to it. But I think that, um, that that's about where I sit with that idea. No, that's, that's really good. I feel like, um, but no, I feel like that's a really good idea. But uh, now, who's your favorite person to work with that you've ever worked with? Oh my gosh! Well, there's a lot of great names. Honestly, I, I'm 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 bad at favorites. I will say I don't even have a favorite <laughs> color. I like all colors. Um, I've worked with so many wonderful people, and I feel like I could even list everyone that I can think of, and I'll leave out wonderful people. Obviously, it's been great to work with, you know, really notable people in the puppetry world. Um, such as Noel McNeil and Paul McGinnis. I've gotten to work with them. They're wonderful puppeteers who've worked on Sesame. Noel was Bear from Bear in the Big Blue House. Um, I you know, loved working with John Tartaglia. Uh, when I was on the show Snug's House, which is on Universal Kids, you can still see it each day. You can see it on YouTube. You can see it on Video On Demand. We had amazing, an amazing cast and crew. Um, Carly and Donnell were my co-stars on that show, and they're two of the best human beings. I've ever met and um, we also of course we had a lot of celebrity guests which was really fun like Dolly Parton, The Wiggles, Jimmy Fallon, Isla Fisher um, and then just working at Field Station Dinosaurs, the, the crew there, the puppeteers, I train all the puppeteers and I've had the good fortune of meeting so many wonderful talented people and kind of helping them to discover the talents that they had with puppetry and they've gone on and we've worked together other places and and so it's just you know i don't really have a, a favorite person I, I just i'm very lucky that i've gotten to work with a lot of wonderful people and you know puppetry is kind of a small world i see the same several dozen up to maybe a hundred people at every audition and i work with them in different combinations over and over and the world gets smaller each time you meet someone new and realize who they know and so i'm just really happy to be part of a wonderful community of performers and creators the the world is a very small place that's what i always say <laughs> It really is. This, uh, well, speaking of that, when I was, my family used to live in Texas, and now we live in Tennessee. But uh, so I was talking to someone last year at uh, a youth group event and a youth minister in town, and he said something about Texas. I said, "Oh, where do you live?" And he said, "El Paso." I was like, "Oh, I grew up there." And then we realized that uh, our down, my down the street neighbor guy who we lived down the street from that my mom grew up with was his preacher so that like that connection was really cool so, oh my goodness it's such a small world isn't it yes it, it definitely is but uh, now kind of back to the puppets <laughs> uh, what was uh, what was it like working with Dolly Parton she's kind of, she kind of seems like she's a larger than life personality it was absolutely wonderful. She is one of the kindest uh, people I've ever met. She was she was very down to earth. She was very friendly, and you could tell that the, what we were doing, which was we shot an 11 minute special meant to promote her new children's album, and the, all of the proceeds of which were going to her charity, Imagination Library. And what Imagination Library is is that uh, any family can sign up, and no questions asked, they send you an age appropriate book once a month for a year and so by the end of the year you have a little library and so all children would be able to, to read and have access to age-appropriate books and um, you could just tell that that meant a lot to her and she was incredibly kind uh, to me and to everyone who worked with her and she even we, we only had about an hour with her to shoot 
it was an 11 minute special but maybe we had eight minutes of dolly in that um and so eight minutes to sh uh, an hour to shoot eight minutes of footage is uh, of, of of actual like cut together product is very that's a very short amount of time and she actually ended up staying for like an extra 30 40 minutes when her time ran out and uh pushing the rest of her day back because she really wanted to make sure we did it right and uh it was wonderful she she's great one of my favorite people i've ever worked with for sure no that's that's really cool she seems like she's a really sweet person she really is um now is there anything uh, i think we might wrap up in the next few minutes but is there anything that you would like to promote or talk about before we wrap up Sure. Well, you know, if you'd like to see uh, me and my puppet characters, you can check us out on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube and Facebook, all at Puppets by Palmieri. That's Puppets, P-U-P-P-E-T-S, by, B-Y, uh, Palmieri, P-A-L-M-I-E-R-I. -E and you can see I produce, I release at least a video a day on TikTok. I post a photo every day on Instagram, plus multiple times on my story. And now I'm trying to use the whole reels thing which is basically just tiktok cloned over to instagram and we'll see how that goes uh on facebook i was doing a weekly uh live stream puppet show for kids and families at 11 a.m est on saturdays but we are um taking a break from doing it every week now but there are 20 episodes that you can watch still on there as well as we will do future episodes maybe once or twice a month when i have the time and um you know, you'll have a, a lot of opportunity to see stuff there. And if you check out my TikTok, you'll get a chance to kind of learn more about the characters that I've been doing. And I have been posting these uh, little tutorial videos, like how puppets work and different puppetry techniques and history things of puppetry. So if you're curious to learn a little bit more about the art form and about things that I do, go check me out there. And then on YouTube, I usually upload a, a longer video about once a week. Awesome. Well, sounds great. I had a blast. Uh, on this. I hope you did as well. So. I absolutely did. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Well, thank you. Hopefully I could have you back in a couple months. I'd love that. Um, and go follow him on Instagram, uh, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, all of those. Um, and also just have a great day. Awesome. Thank you, Chris. Thank you so much, my friend. I'll talk to you again soon. All right. Awesome. Talk to you again soon. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.